from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello and welcome to the, uh, what the heck is today? Number 33. It's, it is number 33. May 17th edition of the Hammer Down uh, Racing Report. Big show for you tonight. Lots, lots of guests, plenty to talk about. Lots of stuff. We got uh, Ray Morneau on the line, street stock driver feature. When they picked up the uh, opening uh, night feature win at Flat Rock Speedway from uh, Windsor, Ontario, Canada. We're international tonight. We'll be talking to Arca's Natalie Decker a little bit later, and uh, Rich Farmer. We're going to talk to him as well, promoter from uh, Fremont Speedway. We have Ryan Weekman with your official weekend weather pit stop, and you definitely want to check that out for this weekend because. Uh, we got a lot going on, and there's apparently a lot going on in the weather department as well. And, and he's got all the answers. He does. They may not be the right answers, but he's got all the answers. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, uh, your official sponsor of the Hammerdown Race Report. Give him a call, 734-856-7223. Uh, race car parts, safety equipment, service, uh, stupidity. You bring yeah. your car there. You Technical support. Just put things in wrong. He'll fix mm. it for you, or things will be broken that you didn't think of to, we, to We might at. get a little bit abrupt if you're just bored and want to call. And, uh, hi, what's the weather up there? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we... A lot of tech support. So, yeah, once again, 734-856-7223, the number for Ron Miller Race Cars. And we're live again from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. New uh, sponsor coming on uh, this week. Uh, like to try and keep them. So if, help, help us out. Support these guys. Racerama Hobbies and Raceways, located in North Baltimore. They're, uh, uh, it's a cool little store, I guess. Uh, I haven't been there personally, but I've seen a video of it. There's four uh, RC tracks. Slot car tracks. Slot car tracks. I'm sorry. Slot car tracks. Right. Yes. See, you know more than I do, and you're not even holding the piece of paper. Um, four different tracks. I got a drag strip, which is a uh, actually a quarter mile to scale. Ooh. Uh, they got a 103 foot road course and 80 foot, uh, 85 foot trioval. I believe they run uh, NASCAR kind of cars and dirt late model kind of cars on there. Really? Uh, they're 124th scale cars. They have a four lane HO scale track. 124th or 24th? 124th. Okay. I thought not, you... not 124th. Yeah, that'd, okay. That'd be pretty small. I yeah, think. yeah, really, really would. <laughs> they have weekly race programs like leagues, I guess. Uh, but uh, you can book them for uh, company outings, birthday parties. Make sure you get your reservations now. They have cars and controllers available to rent. So if you don't have your own, I know a lot of these people that are into uh, the slot car racing, they have their own cars. And those things cost like 100 bucks. And that might be a cheap one. Yeah, but... But they get into it and they go fast. So you can't just hold down the trigger flat-footed all the way around the track you no, actually you, have you to drive the things drive uh they also sell new and used uh controllers and cars there as well they also have models remember those old models plastic models you put together oh i do i, I don't know where they went I, apparently to racerama hobbies and, and raceways uh, you can get those there as well as uh, diecast cars fast fun friendly family entertainment for all find them on facebook just search racerama hobbies and raceways uh, they're located at 127 North Main Street, North Baltimore. Give them a call, 419-334-2100. That's 419-334-2100. If you do the guys at Hammerdown Racing Report a big favor, go to their Facebook page and uh, give them a like. And, uh, and tell it, them you heard it on the Hammerdown Racing Report. Please do. So, let's bring up uh, Ray. What was, what was that name? One more time. <laughs> Raceorama Hobbies and Raceways. Okay. Fourth slot car tracks and a whole bunch of other stuff. Cool. Sounds like a fun place. Maybe a cool place to book a birthday party. I know somebody was uh, looking to book a birthday party. Why go to the roller rink? You can do this. We can go down there, Scott, and I'll kick your butt. 
We were talking about uh, if we do something that uh, maybe we get like a representative from each track and have like a little tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I want you. Okay. That sounds weird, but all right. Ray, you there? Yeah, guys, how are you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Sorry you had to listen to all that dribble, my friend. <laughs> no Ray Morneau, I'm pronounced, am I pronouncing your name right, I hope? Yeah, yeah, oh. that's perfect. I'm good with Is that, is that French? Yeah. French-Canadian. I'm with you there. You a big hockey fan? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, we're watching the playoffs right now and uh, looking at Winnipeg, hoping they win the championship. <laughs> I lost interest because uh, Detroit didn't make it into the playoffs. <laughs> And then our Toledo Walleye, our, our third tier uh, team here in Toledo, they kind of lost, and so I, sh- I shaved the beard. <laughs> so uh, Ray, tell us about yourself. Uh, I mean, you're you're how old are you? Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. You know, I've heard a lot of good stuff about you. I, I've inquired from some of the racers that uh, come to our shop, and uh, they say you're the real deal. I mean, seventeen years old. That's uh, you, you've got a good resume. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been racing for 11 years. Uh, I started when I was seven in micro sprints and uh, go-karts. I ran a little bit of dirt go-karts, but mainly uh, the micro sprints were on asphalt. Uh won three championships in the micro sprints and then moved on to Lexus cars. Ran them for two years and then uh, made the step in the street stock, the flat rock. And uh, we've, we've had a lot of success there uh, in the last, just our fourth year there, so got a lot of success there, and uh, just helped carry it out the rest of the year. Four years uh, racing street stocks at Flat Rock. Uh, when uh, was this your first win, or have you gotten uh, a win before? No, this was uh, this is my fifth win. Fifth win, okay. Well, you started off the season uh, the right way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was uh, that's any racer's great way to start the season, and uh, luckily we were able to win the uh, win the feature. And, Got an early jump on the uh, other competitors, and uh, we got the points lead right now. So uh, we're just hoping to, like I said, carry that out for the rest of the year, and uh, hopefully pick up another championship. Flat, stro- uh, flat, yeah, flat Rock Street stocks are a pretty tough deal. Um, where do you see yourself in a year or so? You you're going to stay there because it's so competitive, or uh, you want to go to late models? What, what are your plans? We've We've been talking about that, and um, we we don't know exactly what we're going to do. I've I've been running a pro late model for my uncle in Delaware, in London, Ontario. Right. So we've done that last year a couple weeks, and we've run good down there. So we're thinking about maybe running a pro late model down there next year. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the uh, sponsorship goes, and uh, just keep it uh, try and keep it simple next year. And Try and win another championship wherever we go. What kind of sponsorship you got right now? We uh, we got a lot of sponsors actually. Uh, we got Hallmark Memorial, Emmy Sugar Shack, George Newman, Scooter Pro, Morno Family Law, Reward Snowplowing, CNR, Tire and Auto, Double R Reworks, Highland Tools, Some Part of the Trailers, Jammer Graphics, and McCall Racing London. They uh, they help us a ton. It's uh, we wouldn't be able to do it without them and. Uh, all the help from my family, uh, my dad, my mom, my sister, all my uncles, everybody else with the team. And uh, like I said, hopefully uh, as a team we can finish off a championship again this year. Now you didn't have that written down, did you? You, you recited all those sponsors from memory? 
I got I got a message uh, earlier this week uh, and the, that said I needed to ask you about your nickname. You want to tell us about that? Oh, I think I know who might have messaged you on that. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to say thanks to Rich Phillips for that. Uh, but yeah, my my nickname is Al Bubba. I was uh, I think it started about two years ago, and I really noticed it hooked the one night. I was walking down the front stretch at Flat Rock, and some guy in the stands yelled down to me, "Hey, Bubba, how's the car tonight?" And <laughs> I knew it stuff from then. <laughs> Did you know the guy? I had no idea. I didn't even. <laughs> Know the guy to see him. I had no idea. <laughs> but but you've been a bubba ever since. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'm gonna have to try that with somebody. Say hey, bubba. Um, <laughs> have you have you ever thought about driving a figure eight? What do you think of those guys? They are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Um, they they are. Uh, they're some kind of racers. I mean, that is just crazy. To, you're going through the act. I mean. You're flying, and then you got to try and time it. They're, uh, they're quite the drivers. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think of them as uh, when they walk down uh, the hallway or something, you hear some clanking going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, um, I don't know. I, it would be fun to practice one. I don't know about racing them because I don't know how good my time would be, but, uh, yeah, it would be fun to practice one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now you said you you started off on uh, dirt in the the go karts, right? Yep. Any uh, any plans uh, in ever going back to uh, dirt racing, or are you gonna stick with the asphalt thing? We've been we've been running asphalt our whole life. Uh, like my dad and them, my dad, and my uncles, they've been running asphalt, and then they went to dirt a little bit, and then went back to asphalt. But yeah, I'd be open to uh, I'd be open to running a dirt car. I'd, I'd like to try it again. I mean, the go karts they were fun, but I'd like to. Uh, play a car around uh, dirt track again. Now, are there any tracks uh, up there uh, in uh, Canada? Any uh, asphalt tracks? Or uh, You race at uh, Flat Rock, which is you know just pretty much across the river. Uh, but is there any other tracks up uh, in Canada that you could race at? The, that's the thing that we why we went to Flat Rock. We uh, My uncle's raced at Delaware for 10, 15 years, but it's two hours down the road. That's our closest track to home. So uh, two hours away, that's Delaware in London. And then um, the next closest one would be probably Solo, and that's three or four hours away. So that's, that's pretty steep hill to climb. So uh, that's why we uh, made the move over to Fire Rock, and it's, it's awesome going over there. You ever come down to uh, Toledo? Yeah, we've, we, I've never run there. Um, I've been there to watch. That's a sad fast track. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we're making plans to go to the other race, so hopefully uh, get there on Sunday and uh, we'll see some good racing again. Absolutely. Uh, do you have any problems? Coming to Flat Rock, I, I would imagine that uh, it'd be a pain in the butt getting through customs every week. Is it, Do you have, like, some some like card that you can show and it's like, yeah, hey, I'm good, just let me go? Or what, what's mm-hmm. it like getting through customs every week? We've never had a problem. We got a we got a green card for the car. It just says says that it's from Canada, and we'll bring it over there and then bring it back. And uh, we've we've had no problems with the border. So as uh, long as long as there's no problems, we'll uh, keep racing over there. That's good. That's good. We get some uh, racers out at uh, Oakshade Raceway, which is uh, further out here in Northwest Ohio, dirt track that uh, 
uh, used to have uh, quite a few guys from Ontario come down down yeah. every week. So a lot of well, lot of racers up in that area. A couple of our guys, actually, quite a few of our guys have gone to uh, South Buxton for uh, a couple of special events. And uh, getting into Canada is always a breeze. Uh, it seems as though. Uh, your side of the border is very glad to see us and, and treats us nicely. Coming back into the States, even as Americans, it's sometimes pretty difficult. Uh, we had a race, I don't know, three or four years ago, came back, and uh, I was the first one through customs, and, and it, it took maybe 10 minutes. And I said, I've got about 15 of my really good friends following, and a couple of the guys didn't get through till the sun was coming up. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. We've uh, we've never had problems coming over. Uh, so uh, I'm crossing our fingers we don't ever, especially being in this uh, points battle. So uh, we don't have problems. So knock on wood, uh, <laughs> we, we hope we don't have any. <laughs> I hope we didn't jinx you with that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you coming? Uh, Flat Rock's uh, in action uh, Saturday night. You're racing, uh, assuming the weather cooperates. Um, and I believe Natalie Decker's going to be there signing autographs as well. Are you going to get her autograph? Uh, yeah, probably. She's uh, <laughs> she's she's a real good driver. So uh, yeah, I'd like to get an autograph before uh, she goes big time, and maybe I can sell it for a little bit of money. <laughs> Got a girlfriend? No, no, I don't. Hey, maybe we can. Uh, she's what? You're 17. She's 20. Maybe we could work something <laughs> out here. Would you be interested in that? I sure. <laughs> <laughs> Work on Excellent. that one, Scott. Uh, we'll see what we can do here. I got one last question for you. Uh, best racing movie, in your opinion? Talladega Nights, Days of Thunder, Cars, or Stroker Race, or something else? Oh, my childhood, Cars. Okay. Yeah, all right. Is, there we go. Oh, yeah. Cars, is, that's my favorite movie by far. <laughs> I haven't seen the last one. I, I saw both uh, number one and number two. I haven't saw the last one either, but... Uh, yeah, I'll have to uh, I'll have to look at the last one, but yeah, the the first one was that's all I watched when I was a kid. <laughs> all right, Ray Murnau out of Windsor, Canada. Thanks uh, for giving us some time. Good luck uh, this weekend. Did Flat Rock got rained out last weekend, didn't they? Yeah, they did. How many times have they run? They've run two races this year so far. Yeah, yeah, we've only got two in. So uh, and you won one of them, so you're you're bad in fifty percent or five hundred. So uh, go get them on Saturday. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks for you guys uh, putting me on, and uh, hope everyone enjoys the races this weekend. Uh, hope all your uh, families come out to Flat Rock Seaway and enjoy the races. Ray, we appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, spending some with us. Thank you. All right. Later, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Morneau from uh, Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Street stock racer at Flat Rock Speedway. Picked up uh, opening night win a couple weeks ago. Scott, as I say, I- I've done some homework. Bubba and- Ray. Yeah, Bubba, right? yeah, yeah. He uh, he's the real deal. Seventeen years old, and the kid can drive the wheels off a race car. Might have to check that out. Maybe we'll see him uh, coming on up here too. Maybe there'll be a power a power couple. Him and Natalie Decker. There we go. Yeah. Uh, before we get to uh, Natalie, she's uh, scheduled to call in here. I don't even know if that clock's right there. In about five minutes or so. We'll be talking to Natalie Decker, who will be competing at this weekend's Menards Two Hundred, the ARCA race at Toledo Speedway. Weather permitting, again, our weekend weather uh, pit stop with Ryan Weekman. We'll have that coming up uh, a little bit later, too. He's got some more details on that. and uh, We're I'm, close I'm not, enough that he should be right. It, it's uh, Well, yep. Well, I don't want to spoil it. 
I've listened to it. I've heard it. I can't spoil it. We're uh, okay. Not much uh, racing uh, happening this past weekend because of Mother Nature. We did get some uh, Friday night tracks in. Uh, although Waynesfield did race on uh, Saturday night. They are far enough south to uh, avoid the weather this past weekend. But uh, Steve Caseboltz picked up the American Ethanol late model feature win on uh, Friday night at Attica. Matt Miller was second, and uh, Rusty Schlenk uh, fought hard to finish third. Uh, apparently there's some uh, maybe a rivalry brewing with him and Brandon Thurlby. Yeah, I, I, I heard I, some I, things. I don't know. Apparently they I, rubbed a little I, bit I, a few times. I read times. a whole lot about it. I saw the video, but I, I don't think the video shows everything. I haven't um, seen the video, so. It, uh, pretty interesting. Um I I have to believe that uh, the next race will probably be pretty well attended. I think uh, they're racing is I ninety six tomorrow night, isn't that the American Ethanol? Uh, I think it's uh, next week. Is that next week? The the ethanol race. All yes. right. I think he may be racing up there, and then I think I saw Schlenk's racing at Oakshade on Saturday. Right. I think uh, I ninety six is running Friday and Sunday with the yeah. late, with the late models. Yeah, that, I think that's what it was, and I think Schlenk is and doing Rust, both Rusty, the Friday and Sunday. Rusty, there. Yeah. Yes, okay. sir. Uh, Steve Rando out of uh, Lindsay, Ohio, picked up the uh, – keep watching for the little flashing thing there. Yeah, okay. He won 305 uh, feature at Attica, and Sean Valeni was the uh, dirt truck feature winner. Lime Imagine Land. that. Yeah, Sean, we got to get him on the show. He's kicking some butt. Yes, he is. Uh, Bobby Stremme won the $1,000 to win modified mayhem feature on Friday night at uh, Lima Land. Tracy Fritter was the modified lights feature winner, and Daniel Sanchez won uh, – his uh, third uh, Thunderstock feature. I think they've only run three races, so he's won all of them. Waynesfield Raceway Park saw Weasel Philpot. I love that guy's name. I personally wouldn't want to be named that, but uh, it's fun to say. First name, last name. Weasel is the first name. Yep. Philpot. Yeah, I know. Nice. Oh. You you said you'd like to be named that. Both. Oh, you just or you just like saying it? I just like saying it. Okay. Uh, he dominated the modified money at Waynesfield, picked up uh, $1,500 for the win, set a new track record for the second consecutive week as well. So, uh, and that's for the mods, too. Yeah, they're, it's not bad. They're, they're really coming yeah. into their own. Uh, Austin Scott out of Wapakoneta was the compact feature winner at Waynesfield. Oakshade, Flat Rock, and Fremont all rained out this past Saturday. Jimmy Owens out of Newport, Tennessee, won the uh, $25,001 uh, inaugural first in flight 100 at Fayetteville, North Carolina Motor Speedway over the weekend. The uh, World of Outlaw Craftsman Late Model Series scheduled to run Atomic Speedway this weekend. And just a few hours uh, before we went on here, I did see that they canceled that, and it has been rescheduled for September 28th and 29th. Southern part of Ohio caught a whole group of rain early this year. Er- mm-hmm. Early this week, I'm sorry. Yeah. And we got a lot of rain earlier this week, too. You noticed that. Have you heard anything about our tracks in the area? Everybody's a go as of right now. Okay. Well, Mm. when I was coming back from uh, your place Tuesday night, I noticed there was flooded yards all over there, right there in the Ohio-Michigan border area. Um, That, uh... Scott, I know the folks at uh, Oakshade Raceway were out uh, working on rolling the track in this afternoon so i'm sure all the uh the dirt tracks are out there trying to work that that sucker in hopefully mother nature will cooperate this weekend from a from a promoter standpoint uh when you're expecting weather you roll the track in and uh get it well sealed over so that the rain doesn't do a whole lot of damage i see the red lights blinking yeah let's see who we got on the line here hammer down racer report hi this is 
Natalie Decker calling. Hi, Natalie Decker. You're on the air. It's uh, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller. Hi. <laughs> Hello there. Are you still? Uh, are uh, I, w- I was told that you were going to be uh, on your way to Toledo uh, while while we're talking to you. Are you actually uh, on the road right now? We were going to leave today, but we decided we're actually going to leave uh, tomorrow morning now. Oh, so you're still in the rain? Um. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Not only. Okay, I, I I had heard that uh, you're there, down in Charlotte, right? Yeah. I had heard okay. that there was some rain down in the southeast, and thought that you guys Uh-oh. might thought that you might be getting wet too. Uh oh, it's not raining yet. I hope it doesn't storm. Ah, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's uh, go back. I mean, obviously, uh, Natalie Decker, twenty years old, uh, Arca. This is your first season in ARCA, and uh, you started off, uh, you made a pretty big impression there at Daytona, winning the pole there, didn't you? Yeah, that was amazing. I still can't believe we got the pole at Daytona. Was that the first uh, time you were on that track? Yeah, that was the first time I was um, at Daytona racing. We did test there like a month before Okay. the, the race. Well, that, that's impressive. <laughs> uh, how old were you? How old were you uh, when you first uh, got the racing bug? I, I heard a story that uh, you got in a go kart once, and you told your dad this is what you wanted to do. Yeah, so I uh, grew up around racing, but it was snowmobile racing. Hmm. And then when I was about seven years old, I saw a go kart race for my first time, and that's when I like really fell in love with racing and asked my dad if he could get me a go-kart and that's what I'd like to race instead of a snowmobile because we tried racing snowmobiles and I was like four and that didn't really work out very well and it's cold uh, no wait a minute yeah, that's one of the reasons <laughs> it didn't work out you moved to Charlotte did you move to Charlotte after you wanted to snowmobile race or or didn't want a snowmobile race I, I can't <laughs> I can't imagine a whole lot of snowmobile racing in the Charlotte area yeah, no, I just recently moved to Charlotte. I grew okay. up in, in Wisconsin and oh. went to high school and everything there. All right, so you know all about snow then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know all about snow. <laughs> so how old were you so, yeah, when you got that go-kart? I was nine. So then for my ninth birthday, my dad got me a go-kart, and then we started racing. My birthday's in the middle of summer. It's June, the end of June. So it's kind of in the middle of, like, race season. For all the, like, go-karting kids. So I kind of started, like, late in the year. And then I did uh, two more years of go-kart racing after that. And then we, when I was 12 years old, I moved up into a full-size stock car. Oh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> where did you, where'd you uh, start racing at then? Uh, my first race was at Golden Sands uh, in Clover, Wisconsin. And I didn't know how to shift. <laughs> I had that problem too. Drive. I was 12, so I had no idea what I was doing. And we didn't get to practice or really like anything, like the day before, nothing. We just showed up, and it was like you practice for an hour, and then you qualify, have a heat race, and then you have the feature. And I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a little crazy. Well, did you finish though? Um,. I don't think, I think I got, like, right reared, actually. And my mom, <laughs> there's a picture. So, yeah, this was my first race. Um, and this full-size soccer, my mom was watching it because she used to watch all my go-kart races. And she was watching just like she would a go-kart race. And she was standing directly where I hit the wall. Oh, oh and, like, geez. 
So she was like, she never watched a race again until a year later, my best friend from high school came with, and we were actually at State Park Speedway this time around racing, and she made my mom watch the full race, and it was the first race, like the first feature I ever won. Well, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and my mom watched like from green to checkered. Now that is on pavement, right? Yes, it is on pavement. Okay. Have you ever raced uh, a full-size stock car on dirt, or have you just been racing on pavement? Um, I did did two dirt races um, in the past few years. I did one in a, it was a truck, so it was like a full-size truck, but um, we won that, actually. That was my my first, like, dirt race I did. Yeah, so funny story. We get there, and I wasn't going to race at all. I came to hang out with the team, and I was going to race the following weekend, and I just wanted to come see the track that was really close to my house and, like, what, hang out with everyone. What track was it? Like, um, Tomahawk Speedway okay, okay. Yep. in Wisconsin. Yep. So they're like, oh, well, you're here. You might as well race it. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so apparently you don't get practice in dirt, which I had no idea. But since I was a rookie or, like, new, they gave me three laps. And I was like, okay, well, I really have no idea what I'm doing. I've never raced dirt before. And the guy that usually wins, I was like, well, can he just go out there and can I follow him and, like, see what he does? And they're like, yeah, but you only get three laps. And I'm like, okay. And he <laughs> lapped me in three laps. Well, That's how bad I was. You didn't so spin out, though, did race, you? No, no, I didn't spin out, not once, the whole time. And then in the heat race, I started, like, you know, second row inside or something, and I – Everyone passed me, and I just was like a half a lap behind. <laughs> so then the way they inverted for the feature, I started on the pole. Oh, no. You were sandbagging. And that's what everyone thought. Because <laughs> I came off the track, and my dad's just yelling at me because he used to race dirt. So he knows everything about dirt. And he's yelling at me. And he's like, you're doing it all wrong. You're <laughs> driving like a girl. And he's like in my face yelling at me. He's like, what are you doing out there? So finally I was like, okay, you know, it's not my car. Like, I'm really awful. So I just drove it so hard into turn one. And then I, like, it, like got all sideways and stuff, but it didn't do anything crazy. And I was like, oh, I guess this is how you drive a dirt car. Like, I had no idea. Because no one ever taught me nothing. My dad never said any really advice to me other than, what are you doing out there? So, <laughs> and you won? So, yeah, I won. I lapped, like, four cars. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, if you ever get to uh, Northwest Ohio, other than Toledo Speedway, and you want to drive a dirt car, I, I know somebody who has one that will let you drive it. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I, that. I think that was just like, like it was a freak thing. I don't think I could win again. How, did, but did you enjoy it though? Was it fun? Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I know there's a lot of the NASCAR guys that like to play around on dirt, and uh, I, I think it gives them a better feel for what the car is doing. So, you know. Maybe, yeah, I agree. Maybe, I definitely think that. Maybe once in a while, you ought to jump over and play on the dirt. Well, running the ARCA series, too. You got, uh, it, is there two races Spring, that, that Springfield, are under? Springfield and DeCoin, right? Yep. Have you run, I know last year you only ran three races. Uh, you ran, Toledo was your very first uh, ARCA race, was it not? Yes, Toledo was my very first ARCA race. Was, yep. And then we actually ran seven races. So we only, oh, okay. we only signed on for three and then we kept slowly adding one, like, after every single race we did. So we'd do a race, and then we'd add another one, and then we'd do a race and add another one. So we ended up doing seven. But we didn't do any dirt races, so I'm excited that we get, have, have you we get run, to do some this year. Have you run any of the tracks like Salem or Winchester, the real high-banked half-miles? 
Um, I've never been to Winchester, but I was just recently at Salem a couple of weeks ago. Speaking for of my which, first time. I wanted to ask you about that. There was a little incident uh, I read about that you had with uh, Travis Braden. Uh, actually, he had a little incident and kind of got into you and uh, came up uh, to you afterwards to apologize. And, and what transpired there? Yeah, so, yeah, that little incident, he yeah. um, got into me a little bit and kind of took me out. Kind of? Kind of, yeah. I, like, <laughs> hit the wall. Because it was in three and four, so, like, we were running up high up by the wall. So when he got me sideways, I just, there's nowhere to go in my rear and hit the wall. But it was really funny because I've never met him before. I didn't even know who who it was. I didn't know who really drove the 27 car. (laughs) And when he came to apologize, I didn't even know that was the guy who took me out. (laughs) (laughs) So when, like, he came up to apologize, he was with another one of our team members. And he's like, we come in peace. Like, my team member said that. (laughs) And I was like... I was like, okay, like, who is this? And then he told me, like, he was apologizing. So I knew it was him. And then I was like, okay, well, I've never actually met you. So I was like, I'm Natalie. <laughs> like, this is not the way I want to meet you. <laughs> but he, his suit, the way his suit's designed, it's like black, red, and white, and it's designed exactly like mine. So I told him, I was like, I can't even be mad at you. Like, we have matching shit suits. So. <laughs> so now you're friends on Facebook. and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I wouldn't do that far, but we're friends. Good. (laughs) Have you you ever, you seem very laid back. Have you ever gotten angry at another driver because of uh, some on-track incident? Um, I, I don't know. Try try not to, huh? You don't have to be politically correct. I'm angry at anyone at the racetrack. I think I get angry at my dad more than anyone. Yeah, well, that's a racer thing, and I understand it. If it's anyone's fault, it's my dad's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Darn crew chief. Yeah. Do you get a lot? Do you get a lot of people? uh, A lot of comparisons uh, as with Danica Patrick. Like you're the next Danica Patrick. Uh, I mean, you guys seem to have totally different minds. She seems very hard-headed, where you seem so much more just laid back. Uh, yes, a lot of people do say, like, you know, oh, you're the next Danica, which is really cool. I mean, she was huge in NASCAR and did so many great things. Um, so for me to compare, for me to get compared to someone like her, I, I think that's pretty awesome. I would love to have Danica Patrick's apparel sales, let alone what she's made with GoDaddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's... So far, what's uh, what's been your greatest accomplishment? Um, well, I think I'll have to say the pole at Daytona is one of them for sure. Um, there was this one race I did. Oh, there's so many that I love. Oh gosh, I don't know. What's Let the most What's the most fun you've had in a race car? Obviously, the pole at Daytona was a well set up car, and and you drove the wheels off of it. But there's got to be a race that. Salem was fun. The recent race I had at Salem, you know, until Travis decided to hit me. <laughs> in his defense, it looked like he. Time. In his defense, it looked like he just got loose under it. It didn't look like he did it intentionally. No, he didn't, and he apologized and has a cute suit. So. <laughs> Wait, he apologized. Is he a cute guy? Oh. Do you have a boyfriend? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, we were gonna we were gonna set you up. But we just talked to Ray Murnau. Of... No, that wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Travis. 
we, we, we talked to uh, Ray Murnau, a street stock driver at uh, Flat Rock, uh, and I guess you're going to be up there signing autographs on Saturday night when he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's a few years younger than you. We were going to try and uh, set him up with you, but <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Ray. I tried. I tried. <laughs> But uh, all right, so, so this weekend uh, you're going to be running the Menards 200 here at Toledo, um, and apparently you're not coming up tonight. You're coming tomorrow. Uh, what what all do you have planned uh, this weekend as far as that, other than the autograph session at Flat Rock on Saturday night? Um, I I don't know really what's all gotten planned. <laughs> uh, my schedule. You got somebody to, somebody that t- takes care of that for you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> a few people actually. But I think a little things have gotten moved around and changed a little bit since I last um, talked to his name's Kyle. He also spots for me. He'll be spotting for me there. But all he said to me today was, you have an interview at 720. Here's the number. And he told me about, like, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad so, he told you. Yeah. <laughs> he usually tells me just right before it. Um, but I don't really know what I have all planned. He'll probably just tell me the day of. Okay. Well, I know a few things. You got the autograph session at Flat Rock from six thirty to seven thirty, and then there's an autograph session at Toledo before the race. I think that starts at noon, and then your race starts at two. So there you go. Yeah. I okay. I didn't even know what time the race started. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I, last year, uh, when you made your debut, you finished eleventh. Uh, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. And uh, and I heard you saying in an interview. I think it was from earlier this week. You were at Toledo Speedway. And you said Toledo Speedway was uh, one of your favorite tracks, if not your favorite track. Were you just saying that because you were at Toledo Speedway, or is that really your favorite track? Well, I also like Salem a lot from this year. So Salem and Toledo are probably one of my couple favorites um, that I've been to so far in the ARCA series. But why Toledo is one of my favorites is because we went there, well, it was my first race in an ARCA car. So, like, that really helps it being my favorite. But the main reason is when I went there for my first time to look at it, it doesn't look like it would be a very fast track. Like, it looks like a normal short track. But then when you're on it, it's very fast. And, like, when you watch cars, like, watch the arcade cars go around it, it's actually way faster than it looks. And then I loved it so much last year that we came back with my super late model at the end of the year to race there again. Uh, the Glass well, City 200 and Toledo and Salem race totally different, so it's it's amazing that that those two tracks <laughs> really stand out. Yeah, yeah, they're completely different. <laughs> is it is it hard to pass at Toledo or? Um, no, I think it's just like a normal short track. It's okay. a lot easier probably to pass at Toledo than it is Salem. Okay, do you have any uh, uh, strategy you're going into the weekend with or? Uh... What is your strategy for Saturday? Just or Sunday, uh, excuse me. Just go my, all out and win. Uh yeah. Okay. <laughs> go fast, awesome. turn left, <laughs> go don't fast. mess it up. No, uh, my well my strategy definitely is uh to listen to my crew chief and my spotter and all of them for all the advice they're giving me and just try to make sure I do what they ask. And then usually the race goes well if I listen good. Okay. <laughs> so what uh what do you think about the, this uh, acquisition that, of NASCAR, of the ARCA Racing Series? Has, uh, has that had any impact uh, on you at all? I mean, have you even given it a thought? Does that affect you at all? No, I haven't really given it a thought, so I, I really don't know how to answer that. Okay, that's all right. Well, uh, The future, I mean, uh, 
you plan to run Arca few years? I mean, where do you see yourself maybe like uh, five years from now? You want to move up to uh, one of the NASCAR support divisions or even Cup? Yeah, the goal um, since I was seven and saw my first go-kart race has always been the Cup level to get to there. Uh, I would love to still run one more year of ARCA and then like keep moving up through the ranks. And yeah, five years from now, That'd be great to be in the Cup Series. No thoughts of going to Indianapolis? Well, you never know. Like like, <laughs> like that other woman? <laughs> you wouldn't rule that out? I mean, I wouldn't rule out any kind of racing. Okay. If it's got wheels, you're, you're game. Yeah. Love yeah. It. I love it. Have you done any uh, open-wheel racing? Any uh, sprint cars or anything no, like that? nothing. <laughs> okay. Nothing at all. Well, someday just have somebody throw you in it and not tell you what what to do, and I'm sure you'll probably end up with another feature win. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it works. <laughs> All right, just got a couple more questions for you here. Uh, somebody on our uh, Facebook page wanted me to ask you this. What's your favorite track food? My favorite track food? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you have to be in Wisconsin. And cheese curds. I was I was going to guess cheese curds. <laughs> oh, but yeah. you have to be in Wisconsin. No, actually, there's. But if like I'm, go ahead. If I'm not in if I'm not in Wisconsin and I'm at a racetrack, I like French fries <laughs> with cheese. With, with cheese, cheese. <laughs> the dairy steak. Nice. Yes, I was. We what what race were we at? Cherokee. Okay, I was at Cherokee doing some autographs and stuff there and interviews, and they had the most amazing. French fries with cheese on them. Like, I will honestly go back just for that. Just for that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, got a, actually, I remember seeing a video of you driving one of those R1 Yamaha dirt car Yeah, that was things. the second dirt race I've done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how? What do you think of those? Those are really cool. That was really exciting that I got invited thanks to Yamaha and Toyota for that because that, that was so wonderful. Um out in California. My brother lives out there, so it's cool he got to come watch me race and stuff. And it was like one of the coolest cars I got to drive because I'm not a dirt racer, so I really didn't know like what to expect anyways. And all the other kids out there that they invited to come race, it was super fun and we ended up third. So I got a pretty oh. cool guitar <laughs> for a trophy. Now, was that just like a, an exhibition race? Because from what I've read, I haven't read much on these things. I've seen them here and there, but I thought they were just kind of a concept kind of deal. Um, the, It was like an invitational race. So okay. they invited certain drivers. Um, we all raced something different. So there was a dirt racer and then like a flat track or whatever, and a bike racer and like a road racer and all these different guys. I think there was eight of us. It's like I rock. Yeah. That's before uh, your time. We, That's International Race of Champions. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> well, now I feel old. <laughs> All right. One last question for you, and we'll uh, let you go here. What's your favorite racing movie? Talladega Nights, Days of Thunder, Cars, Stroker Race, or something else? Okay. So I love all of those. Um, there's this one racing movie. And I don't know the name of it, and I watched it a long time ago when I was a really little girl, and I think, like, my aunt or my cousin, someone told me to watch it, and it was about this girl, and it was, like, road race, like, they were um, in road racing, and I think her father, like, passed away or something in a certain corner, 
like he like wrecked his car. It was a really bad crash, and he like died in that corner. And they um, sounds like a sad like movie. Teens. No, it's really happy movie. That was the only sad part. And these teams came in, and like all the drivers came in to drive the car, and whoever ran the fast lap got the got the ride with that team. And she was the only girl that showed up, and she got like the fastest lap or whatever, and got the ride with that team. I don't know the name of it. I don't. It's not even a famous movie. Hopefully, some think, of like, hopefully some to, of like, our viewers will know, and and they can let us yeah, know. My mom might know the name of the movie, so maybe she'll tell me after this interview. I'm but curious. I remember watching it in my basement at my house on our TV downstairs. Like my whole family, <laughs> I made my whole family watch it. And I was like six years old or seven years old. Well, if you remember what it is, send us a message or post, yeah, I'll post try on to Facebook think of it. I'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> well, good luck this weekend at uh, Toledo Speedway. Looking forward to, to going out there. I actually got my tickets. Fingers crossed Yay. that Mother Nature uh, will cooperate, and uh, hopefully we'll see you there in uh, Victory Lane. Yes, thank you. You just reminded me I probably should pack a rain jacket just in case. Just in case. <laughs> Well, yes, if you pack it, it won't rain. But if you don't pack yeah. it, it will rain. That's always That's the way that works. That's why I want to pack it. All right. All right, Natalie Decker, <laughs> are you technically still a rookie this year then if you ran seven races? Yeah. So you're going yep. for rookie of the year? Yeah, I'm going for rookie of the year. And you're currently sixth in points right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So why not just go for the championship too? Well, you're that's like, a thought. You're like, you're like, well, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, good luck again, and thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Natalie Decker, ARCA driver. We'll see her this weekend at uh, Toledo Speedway, Menards 200. And uh, you can get her autograph uh, actually at Toledo. Noon, I think they're doing uh, driver autographs at Toledo. And then uh, That's it. Saturday night at Flat Rock, if you want to check out the racing up there, too. She'll be there signing autographs from 630 to 730, I believe. So, What night is qualifying at Toledo? Uh, I believe they're doing it uh, Saturday afternoon, and they're also okay. having a uh, Arcus, the uh, sportsman late model, late, late model gold sportsman. cup thirty lap feature, yeah, I believe, for late model sportsman, and that starts at three. Okay, so uh, yeah, she sounds fun. She yeah, sounds, sounds yeah, interesting. Sounds like she's got her. She sounds like she's really into that. Got, got her life mapped out. I like the dirt track story. That was pretty cool. I was not that good the first time I got into a dirt car. Uh, yeah, we won't comment on that. Yeah. What time is it? Oh, we got to call uh, Rich here. How about we get uh, Rich on the phone here? Like I said, this is a jam-packed uh, show here. Um, talk about uh, Ron Miller race cars for a second. Ron Miller race cars? Yeah. I, you know, I've, I've been there a couple of times. <laughs> and the place used to be over on Lewis Avenue in Toledo, and they moved up Whiteford Center Road in Michigan. I understand they do a good job. Actually, we've been very busy, Scott. Yeah, I, and I, I kind of help with that too. So yeah, well, apologize. <laughs> the high profit deals. Seven three four eight five six seven two two three. That's Ron Miller Race Cars number. Hello. Is this Rich? Yes, it is. Rich Scott Hammer, Ron Miller. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, pretty, pretty good. good. Welcome, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, sorry about last week. Got I, I heard you for, sideways there. I heard you you forgot to uh, turn your ringer back on. Yeah, I was at my my kids uh, had an award thing at school, and I shut my ringer off. And then when I got back out, I never never thought to turn it back on. <laughs> and you thought those crazy guys never called? <laughs> Except we. Well, left. when I pulled I pulled my phone out, and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I 
it's terrible. That's all right. Well, you had uh, actually, you, I think you were on the very the third show we ever did. So this is like uh, you're one of the few people we've talked to mul- multiple times. So congratulations on that. Oh, cool. You've, you've made it to show 33. Um, right. Before we get into uh, what's what you have going on this weekend, let's go back to uh, October. Um, you sold Fremont Speedway to the uh, the fair board, correct? Yeah, pretty much. What was uh, pretty, pretty much? Pretty much. What was the? Uh, I mean, what was the the? What prompted that? I guess. Well, so. You know, everybody thinks the fair board's always owned the speedway and this and that. Well, they, they owned the dirt, and they owned the covered set of grandstands. The lights, the fencing, the, the rest of the bleachers, the equipment, concession equipment, you know, all that sort of stuff, track lighting, pit fencing, they've never owned those things. So, you know, this is, uh, you know, not something I plan to do for the rest of my life. So as part of my basically exit strategy at some point, I wanted them to have control over their own future and their own destiny. So, like, like the way it's been, if I ever got angry or whatever, <laughs> I mean, I could take my lights, take my fencing, take everything, and it would cost somebody, you know, several hundred thousand to, to go back into business there, which in today's world is not a likely, not something that's very likely to happen. So this way here, you know, they have the, the whole opportunity to, to do stuff with it. And it's a good opportunity for them. You know, the, the place needs some infrastructure. It needs some updating. I mean, it, it's old. And uh, this gives them an opportunity to have an income to where they can spend some money back on the, the fairgrounds and back on the facilities and, and get the place, uh, you know, so where it can be here for for another 68 years. So, basi- so basically you were insuring the future of the racetrack. Correct. Okay. That sounds and- I guess uh, based on that, uh, really no changes, uh, you know, going to come about as a direct result. You're still running the show, and it's the same facility, same great program, uh, correct? Yeah, my wife and I run the place. Uh, all the same staff, all the same everything. All, I mean, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed whatsoever. Even the same color checks. <laughs> and uh, you you held on to the Hall of Fame, fame though. That wasn't part of the sale, correct? Correct. The, the Hall of Fame's not part of it, right. And uh, why did you want to hang on to that? That's a really cool place, by the way. You, you know, when we created that Hall of Fame uh, 10 years ago, we'll have our 10th, our 10th induction class on uh, June the 2nd. So when we when we set out to do that, when I created the, the idea and, and went with it, you know, I just, uh, you know, the thing that's probably one of my most passionate deals, it's probably one of my more proudest moments even. So I just, you know, for the time being, um, you know, I'm I'm fairly young yet, so you know I got a long ways I can go and and do stuff with that. And uh, when I decide to no longer promote races or whatever, where it takes you know an extreme amount of time, the Hall of Fame doesn't take that extreme amount of time. And Randy and Jane Mapis have been very very awesome and very giving with their time to to put in the efforts that's happened there. And then when they no longer you know if they get to where they want to retire on or what have you. You know, I just want to make sure that we have a clean path going forward. Okay, and then for those uh, for those of you that don't know, I mean, you that the the Hall of Fame's open during race night. You you're in the grandstands. You can just uh, go through it. It's no extra charge or anything, right? Correct. It's free to get into. Uh, it's opened at every race. It's open at the racer swap meet. Uh, we try to have it open at flea market times. 
Um, you know, we have a couple special off-season events there. We do like an old timers reunion. We do a ice cream social. Um, it's it's a, it's pretty neat the the opportunities that we get to have there, and it's really neat to see all the people that have you know been inducted and the experience that they've had, and you know hearing the stories from years ago and stuff. It's uh, pretty pretty priceless to me. You're going to have to get a, a bigger facility. you got so much crammed in there. If you put anything else in there, I mean, I don't know where you're going to put it. Maybe add a second floor uh, or something. We've talked to the fair board about expanding, and they've given us a, a green light to expand. So Awesome. Um, That's cool. It's just uh, we need to – we're going to start with uh, probably – hopefully by the end of the summer we'll get some uh, estimates around, get everything around to do what we need to there and and see see what we can do to set out on some fundraisers and – and stuff to make that happen. Have the uh, the inductees uh, for this year been announced as to who they are? Yeah, they they have been announced. The ones that go into this class have been announced, and I um, th- those get announced in at the end of the year, basically. And then our next ballot class is even announced on who is on the the next ballot. You can get that information at uh, FremontSpeedwayHOF.com. All right. Um, What's coming up uh, this weekend? You have uh, you got a lot of stuff going on from what I what I saw. We always have a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> we try not to have any just basic events. We try to, you know, to make them where they're entertaining and and get as most value as they can for their dollars. So we have four ten sprints, three hundred five sprints, dirt trucks, late models this week, and then it's our salute to military. So any past present military gets in for just five bucks if they bring in. They got to have identification. And then uh, we've asked everybody to, to wear red to, to the event. Um, red is, uh, shows their support for the deployed. Um, so hopefully it's uh, another way we can say thanks to those people that keep us freedom. Rich, I know that you watch Facebook a little bit. And uh, last week at Attica, there were some fireworks with a couple of racers. Um, and uh, some of the Facebook posts took on a life of their own, good or bad for racing. Well, from a promoter standpoint, I always said if you if you're the one on social media and you're sitting there saying how you don't want this and you don't want that and you're tired of this and you're tired of that, you probably need to look in the mirror um, <laughs> yeah. because there there is you know it's like where there's smoke there's fire right. So if if you're doing a good job and you're and you're providing the entertainment to your customer and you're providing them the value and you're providing them a a safe environment to race in and a good race surface and and you're fair across the board and you don't play favorites, chances are you're not going to have much negativity. You may get a little piece here or there where somebody just had a bad day, and, and you know that and you brush it off. And a lot of times those people will send you a text message or something and say, hey, I'm sorry about that, you know, just emotions at the moment, what have you. Um, but as far as, you know, I think social media is critical to our to our future i think it's critical to reach new fans today i mean it is the media network of the world today it's you know it is what the the newspapers and magazines were of the past absolutely so it's uh you know you got to embrace it you got to take advantage of it and use it to the best of your abilities and you know sometimes our sport needs some rivalries so if some drivers get on there and start jawing one another well and that's exactly what happened that's that's what happened uh with, with Attica's race a couple of racers eh, had, had a couple of brushes with each other and uh the last i looked uh, there were over 350 posts on 
on Facebook about it, and uh, yeah, like I say, it took on a, a life of its own. No, you, yeah, and you know, some of them guys can get real tough behind the keyboard. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Now you guys use uh, you guys use social media in a positive way. I, I I know you use it in all kinds of different ways, but one of the ways you use it is uh, with these uh, pace truck rides, where you have people take a selfie with the uh, the queens. Is that what they are? The queens? They're not princesses. Yeah. Okay. Yep, they're queens. Correct. <laughs> if they're they're all walking around through the stands and take snap a uh, photo, post it to uh, Twitter. What's the hashtag? You know, honestly, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll have to ask Brian. My, uh, my wife takes care of most of the social yeah. media stuff. But, but, you know, we have uh, Rachel as our social media girl, for, and she takes care of it. And, and those guys really, they come up with those kind of things, and, you know, I get to worry about dirt and the other stuff. <laughs> the dirt. Uh, speaking of the dirt, uh, last weekend uh, you guys decided with the American Ethanol Late Model Tour to uh, uh, cancel that because of the uh, – the terrible weather we've been having. Um, is that uh, event going to be rescheduled? We're working on it. We've we've passed some dates back and forth so far, um, really trying to make sure that, that we can do something and hopefully work around some stuff with the folks at Oakshade and work around some stuff with the schedule. We want to, you know, for the cost of that program, we need to make sure that we can have optimum participation, not only by the fans, but by the cars and you know, we want to make sure we put on a good event. Like I told them, you know, when we when we put on the first American ethanol race at our place, we don't want it to be um, halfway. You know what I mean? Right. We want it, we want it to be a good experience for everyone, not like oh well, we drug through this deal and had well, to suffer through this or that. We need it to be a good show. I know that Attica last week had forty eight really good cars. Uh, Oakshade last year, fifty or fifty one. Maybe you can. Maybe you know Scott, but it was uh, somewhere around. Uh, yeah, uh, the car they had a pretty good field at uh, Montpelier at their car, opener too. Car counts have been phenomenal with that series. Yeah, well, they're doing stuff that people want. Apparently, you know, and <laughs> you know, there's uh, not all change is bad. You know, when they come around, and you know, you look at the the UMP and ALMS, and you know, some of that stuff's been pretty stagnant. Now I know that the, these guys are UMP points, but. I mean, you look at, like, ALMS, nothing's really changed right. in the last 15, 20 years. Including, you know? so, including, the, including the purse. <laughs> well, you know, and the, the, the purses, I, I say it all the time, and, I, you know, I'm guilty of it as well. I mean, we've had purse increases of some sort regularly for the past 10 years. It may be smaller. It may not be to win. We've raised our from 10th on back. We've done a lot of different things that have created – you know, some more money for more people instead of making things just nose heavy. Um, but, you know, the purses haven't kept up with the cost of the engines. And and really, the engines are what has driven the cost up. It, you know, the cars aren't all that much more money than they've ever been. Right. The tires are a little bit more money, but not all that much. But the engines, the engines have escalated at a, an extreme rate. Yep, and, absolutely. You know, until... Until people at the top want to put some rules in place that would slow these things down or not necessarily, you know, it's not, there's nobody in a dirt late model that needs 800 horsepower. There's nobody in a wing sprint car that needs 900 horsepower. You know, the car, it, it, it don't need that. It don't need that to put on a good race. It doesn't need that to, 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 you know, slide through the corners. It doesn't need it for anything. In rich, so, in rich know, farmer's world, what's what's the solution to that? Obviously, well, in a wing sprint car, it's a simple solution. I mean, you take a 410 engine, cubic inch engine, keep the rules the same, take the valve spring away, put the stacks down smaller. If it can't breathe, it can't run. I mean, it's a pretty simple process. Doesn't cost 
anybody hardly any money, and you, you, the thing slowed down. Dirt late model, you got the same situation. Take the air away from it, take the valve spring away from it, take some cubic inch away from it, and you know you look at it back in the day when people ran iron blocks, iron heads, and all those types of things. And was the racing good? Yes, of course. That's why everybody's addicted, right? Because the racing was good. So, and if that doesn't do it, put a little bit harder tire on the thing, and and you're going to have great quality racing. You're going to take some of these million dollar checkbooks out of the program and you're going to have a, a nice event and the people won't be spending as much so then the purses become a little less relevant because you're sometimes you got to control the you know you got to you got to try to stop people from harming themselves i agree a hundred percent now i, w- I want to ask you a question before ron gets to it because i know he's uh this is something that he's concerned about uh there's no run what you brung on the schedule at the end of the year at the moment is that uh is that schedule set in stone and i sure shed a tear over that <laughs> you know our, our schedules are never set in stone you know we look at some stuff and try to figure out some ways you know we uh that run what you brung every time i've tried it i've i've failed miserably i mean it's just, the weather uh, hasn't cooperated at least last no, year we haven't we haven't had weather we haven't i mean it's been one thing or another and you know, I really like the idea of it because I like the guy that can come out and be, you know, use his mechanicalness and and just the think outside of the box and create the better mousetrap type of deal. But, you know, I just I, I, we need to try to find a way to have some success with that thing. All right. So you're saying there's a chance we need to talk to uh, <laughs> our weather guru here on on Hammerdown Racing Report, uh, Ryan Weekman, and uh, come up with a good weekend for it. <laughs> you know those weekends in october you only got one out of 10 days of rain and the average temperature is like 68 degrees so yeah you know it, it's that's why i've always been a proponent of racing that late and then this year we've kind of scaled it back to mid-september you know more so just to to try to have a little bit of free time for ourselves at the end of the year and um, you know our late october september races and early october races that we've tried over the last five six years they they have not been they have not been successful. So you, you got to, you know, ultimately it's a business. It's, it's not a hobby and we got to run it like one. So, you know, sometimes you, you just got to make choices that necessarily aren't your favorite, but you know, you got to do it for the better fit. You know, we, like I said before, we want to have Fremont Speedway 68 years from today. So in order to keep that thing going and make it function, it's, it's got to be done in a certain way. Well, I got one last uh, serious question for you here, sort of. Um, maybe yeah what's uh what's your opinion on uh what's gone down with uh millstream speedway over the past few months where it sounded like they're gonna race and then nothing well I, i'll be blunt and honest with you until that place gets a new owner it's never gonna succeed that guy needs to sell the facility do something different or collect a lease and stay out of it um he has he has done nothing but held a perfectly good racetrack captive uh, we've promoted races there. We've promoted more races there than anyone has since it reopened in, you know, 2007. Yeah. Um, I've I've put on 15 races or something like that. I think it's been uh, invested tens of thousands of my own money into the place uh, to try to make it successful and to do the right things. And um, unfortunately, he is just not. He, he doesn't understand what needs to happen and and how it needs to function. And the, my conversation with Shane Helms uh, over this last deal, and I don't blame him at all for, you know, for calling off the events there and, and those sorts of things. I mean, everybody that's been there 
has been respectable people in the racing community. You know, I was there. Dean was there. The Hammers were there. Shane, you know, we're all, you know, we've all had, you know, proven history in, in racing. You know, it's not like any of us. Um, maybe don't, not all of us were promoters, but, you know, none of us were promoters at one time and became them. So, um, you know, when, when you take all those people and they all have certain degrees of, uh, you know, achievements and that kind of thing, whether it's within race teams or promoting or what have you, when all of us walk away, it pretty much shows where the problem lies. Gotcha. If he was uh, willing to sell, would, you, uh, would that be a facility you'd be interested in uh, purchasing? I think it'd be an interesting. I think it would be a very interesting auction because I know, <laughs> I know, uh, I know of about five people that would be very interested in purchasing it, and uh, you know, I think it. I, I think it would be really neat to see what could happen there. It's just, uh, it's unfortunate because it is a nice facility. It's got great potential. It could use some dirt, but you know, other than that, I mean, the place has definitely got some potential. So, you know, hopefully, it doesn't end up like Lakeville where it's gone. Yeah, definitely. It would make a great uh, Sunday night companion to uh, all the area tracks uh, that we have around here. Yeah, Sunday nights I think would be difficult in today's era, but I think it would make a great special events facility. Yeah. Um, you know, if the, if the right person had it and you could run around some of the other stuff, you know, we're fortunate in Ohio. we got a lot of great racetracks, and, you know, you can go anywhere and, and you know, within a couple hours of from one another, you can you can take in some really good racing and, you know, you up into Michigan there, they're, they're stepping their program up from what I've been told. Uh, you know, some of them places are getting to be much better than they used to be, too. So, they definitely you know, it's are. just uh, it's uh, fortunate. You know, everybody that likes racing in any form, I've always said, no matter what kind of racing you like, if it's, uh, you know, sprint cars, go-cars, wing cars, late models, stock cars, whatever, there's a place for everybody in the sport. You know, it's you just got to look at your budget and figure out where you fit in. You may not fit where you where you want to be but eventually you can you can get to that if you if you work hard and, and do the best you can with what you got all right final question what's your favorite racing movie talladega nights days of thunder cars stroker race or something else boy I, <laughs> my favorite racing movie would you know it's really not a racing movie it's a car movie it'd probably be like fast and furious or something um, okay. You know, not what I expected, but okay. Definitely a good Days of Thunder is definitely a good classic, but you know, it's uh, I honestly don't I don't watch a lot of TV. It's probably best that way. <laughs> Rich, uh, we appreciate the time. Four tens, three oh fives, late models, dirt trucks. Uh, gates open at four, racing at seven. Yep, gates open at four, racing at seven. Fifteen for adults, thirteen for seniors, ten for students, and. Kids 10 and under are free every week. And uh, Armed Forces, uh, military, they get in free this weekend, correct? Yep, and if you'd like any more information, you can go to freemodohspeedway.com. There it is. All right, thanks, uh, Rich. Appreciate the time. All right, you guys have a great night. You, right, you too. Bye. Bye. It's Rich Farmer, promoter of uh, Fremont Speedway. Uh, interesting, uh, very blunt about uh, Millstream Speedway. Was, uh, I like that. Oh, he, he threw everything right out on the yeah. table. I like that. You know where he's coming from. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. How about we get to that uh, weekend weather uh, pit stop uh, right after we go over a little bit of racing news here. Just got a couple things. Uh, did you see? Uh, I just posted on our uh, Facebook page a little bit ago that uh, Charles McDonald uh, in uh, Lake Cumberland Speedway in Kentucky this past weekend, 
his throttle hung, I guess, going into the corner, and they have a wall around the turns, and he kind of rode up the wall and then came over the wall, through the fence, through a light pole, and ended up between the grandstands and the uh, the racing track, actually outside I, the wall. I, I saw a video of that. And it's pretty spectacular. Uh, yep, and that's why the He was okay. That's why the track announcers are always yelling at kids to get back away from the fence. That would be the reason, because if yeah. there was a kid there, he wouldn't be there anymore. No. So, and he wouldn't be able to come back next week, and we want everybody to come back and grow up to be race fans. Or racers. Either way, yeah. It's all good. Uh, oh, and somebody asked uh, about the uh, Menards 200. It is on TV. It's on MAV TV, Correct. if you have that, uh, on Sunday. Um, Kevin Harvick, he won at Kansas, got his fifth win of the year. He's uh, pretty unbeatable. And uh, another uh, rear we- rear window controversy. What is up with that in uh, NASCAR this year? Where the know. windows I'm... are denting in or something? Yeah, I'd, I'd hate to be the window support supplier. Yeah, why? I don't even know why this is a thing, but Kyle Larson's team was hit with a rear window violation uh, penalty. His uh, crew chief, Chad Johnson, was fined $50,000. Larson lost 20 points plus one playoff point. And car chief David Bryant was suspended for two races. And NASCAR says they're going to start ramping up the penalties for these violations uh, going forward. Obviously, they know that NASCAR's looking. So yeah. uh, I have to believe there's something with the NASCAR formula that's that's allowing this to happen. I don't know. Is there really a big advantage? Yes. With the window caving in yep. like that? Yeah, dumps, Arrow? More, dumps more air back on the spoiler. Okay. All right. All right. Or takes it mm-hmm. off. Or- Whatever they're saying. But Let's yeah. find out what the weather's going to be this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> He's very excited about that. This is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Looking ahead to a busy weekend of racing. Attica, Lima Land, you start things off Friday night. Just after 7 o'clock, we're calling for cloudy conditions. An isolated shower is possible, but I think we're going to get through the races mostly dry. It will be a touch cooler than we've had this week as well with temperatures in the 60s or even up. Let's move on to our Saturday races. Toledo Speedway kicks things off 3 o'clock. Could see an isolated shower during the afternoon, and some of those showers could continue into the evening. That means for Oakshade, Fremont, Waynesfield, Flat Rock, and Eldora starting things off at 7 or just after. You may have to contend with a few scattered showers Saturday night, but those don't look like they will last all evening. Races should get in. Toledo Speedway, the big race, the Menards 200. Autograph session starting at noon. Race at 2 p.m. Race time looks like it will start off dry, but we'll be watching closely late in the afternoon and into the evening, especially later in the day. Some late day showers and thunderstorms. If we get some sunshine, it is going to be a hot day Sunday at the raceway. Could see highs easily ballooning into the 80s. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Be sure to download the free First Alert weather app for your hour-by-hour forecast and to scan radar as storms may be popping up this weekend. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. So it sounds like it's going to be a pretty hit or miss this weekend. Uh, A lot of judgment call. This is one of those weekends that promoters, I think, just hate. Right. They're like, whatever they do, they're damned. Damned if they do, damned if they don't. That's it. So. Hopefully, Mother Nature will cooperate, and, you know, things change. Once we get the race cars going around in That's circles, right, the vortex. The vortex, yep, that, and that works. Upcoming races this weekend, Attica Raceway Park. The vortex will be happening Friday nights for the Eric Phillips 30th Anniversary Classic American Power Sports of Finley and Sadusky Night. I'd take a deep breath for that one. Uh, 
fast uh, 410 sprints, UMP late models, fast 305 sprints, 1,000 to win for those guys. Gates open at 5 racing at 745. Tickets 15 bucks. That's at Attica Lima Land uh, tomorrow night. Bush class clash uh, slash uh, meet the driver's night with uh, Ken Schrader. Speaking of Ken, yeah. uh, I got a thing uh, tomorrow at Toledo Speedway. He's got the Ken, Kenny... Kenny Schrader uh, driving experience or something. Correct. Right along. That's what it is. Uh, some of our other talent are going out there, so I'm going to bring a, a video camera, and they're going to go for a ride along. All I, right. I'm envisioning that uh, Daryl Wall trip, uh, Tony Stewart trip around Eldora kind of thing. Uh, but anyways, uh, Ken Schrader is going to be down at Lima Land on Friday nights. Also uh, on the track, they're going to have uh, NRA Sprints, Modifieds, and Thunderstocks. Pit gate opens at 430, racing at 730, 12 bucks is uh, general admission at Lima Land, Toledo Speedway. On Saturday, are uh, having the uh, poll day. It's Armed, For- Armed Forces poll day. Uh, and it's also the ARCA Late Model Sportsman Silver Cup 35-lap feature. That's at 3 o'clock, so that's an earlier start on uh, Saturday. Uh, later in the evening, Oakshade Raceway, full show of Late Model Sportsman Bombers and Compacts. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. 12 bucks uh, for general admission for that. Fremont Speedway, Gressman Power Sports Level Performance Night, plus Armed Forces Night, as we uh, talked to Rich Farmer a little bit ago. 410 Sprints, 305s, Dirt Trucks, Late Models, Gates Open to 4, Racing at 7, 15 bucks general admission there. Waynesfield, also in action Saturday night with the Weekend Warrior Showcase. Non-wing sprints, mini sprints, tough trucks. It's the uh, Jeff Augustine Memorial for the tough trucks and uh, compacts in action as well. Gates at 4, Racing at 7, 12 bucks general admission at Waynesfield. Flat Rock, Kids Night. Uh, kids get uh, a f- they get in free and they get a, a free hot dog. Really? Cool. Yeah, you got to be twelve or under though. Oh. It's also Monroe County 4-H night and uh, Monroe News in uh, Duro. Uh, Two fifty is going to be going on on Saturday. Figure eight street stocks and the Bandoleras uh, will be there as well. So will uh, Natalie Decker, who we spoke to earlier, Arca driver, yeah. who will be racing Sunday. Uh, Gates open at 4, racing at 7. That's at Flat Rock Speedway. Eldora has family fireworks night on uh, Saturday night. The NRA Sprint Invaders, Modifieds, and Eldora stocks will be racing. Pit Gate at 4, racing at 7.30. And uh, General Mission's just 8 bucks for that. I was kind of surprised. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sandusky Speedway off this weekend. Uh, they uh, return racing on Sunday, the uh, 27th, with a 50-lap, 1,000-to-win modified race. Uh, 30-lap, 1,000-to-win street stock race. And uh, 250 uh, to win 20-lap Renegade feature. 10 bucks at general admission for that. That's uh, Memorial Day weekend. On if you get to Flat Rock or Toledo, either place this weekend, talk to Ray Morneau or uh, Natalie Decker. Tell them you uh, heard about them and saw them on Hammerdown Racing Report. Yeah, just thank, about. Thank them for supporting us. Just about uh, ready to step out. But before we do, it's time once again for the record report. Under caution. What a way to close the show. With Perry Cox. Welcome to the Wrecker Report, under caution. Tonight on the show, Kurt Dickey sits down with my tow truck assistant, better known as my hooker, to answer a few questions. Take it away, honey. What's your car number and why? T62. It's because my dad had the T62. He raced back in the early 50s. What's your favorite memory in racing? I think my favorite memory in racing would be uh, winning the um, the Hard Charger Award at Oakshade. Move, bitch. Get out the way. 
What's your favorite memory from last season at Oakshade? Uh, finishing fifth in points. And what's your nickname and why? Uh, Mad Dog. Uh, when I first started racing, when I was 18, a friend of mine gave me that nickname because of my driving style. Who's buried in the Tomb of the Unknown Soldiers? Don't know. <laughs> well, that's all I have for this week's report. Hopefully, Mother Nature will stop being a mother and let us get some racing in this weekend. Remember, there's only two kinds of race engines. Ones that are blown up and ones that are going to blow up. It's probably time to change your oil. And that's our show for tonight. Thanks again to uh, Ray Murnau, street stock driver up there at Flat Rock uh, Speedway. Watch him Saturday night. Natalie Decker of uh, ARCA, up-and-comer there. Uh, Make sure you go to Toledo on Sunday. Cheer her on. Absolutely. That uh, race starts at 2 o'clock on Sunday afternoon at Toledo Speedway. Also, thanks to uh, Rich Farmer for giving us some time from uh, Fremont Speedway. We have some other things in the works uh, I've been uh, discussing uh, that I haven't even told you about uh, as far as uh, we're some giveaways we're going to be uh, working really? on here, yeah, for some uh, area tracks, yeah, Ooh, t-shirts, uh, free admission <laughs> kind of thing, yeah. So uh, anyway, don't forget to uh, check out Racerama Hobbies and Raceways, four one nine three three four twenty one hundred, or uh, find them on Facebook, Racerama Hobbies and Raceways in North Baltimore, Ohio. Make sure you like their page. Yep, and tell them uh, the Hammer Down Racing Report sent you. Uh, if you want to be a sponsor, like Ron Miller Race Cars. Service, parts, and advice. He's got it all. That's it. Give and the advice call. is free. Sometimes. Most of the time, yeah. yeah. Uh, give Ron a call. 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. That's it. Uh, and if you want to be a sponsor of the Hammerdown Racing Report, uh, go ahead and uh, shoot me an email. It's gotthammer at iheartmedia.com. Or visit uh, hammerdownracingreport.com. We have uh, all the advertising information on there as well as uh, all kinds of different ways or you can Or when you come to Ron Miller Race Car part to, to buy parts. You can talk so. to Ron, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I can sell yeah. advertising. Uh, don't forget to uh, listen to us on demand, iHeart uh, Radio. If you don't have that app, get it and uh, search for Hammerdown Racing Reports. And We're easy to find. Yeah, click on follow, and uh, then you'll be notified about four days after I post uh, a new episode. If you check it out uh, Fridays by uh, by lunchtime, where the new the latest episode is on there. So if you wait to be Here's notified, sh- that works too. Whatever. So there you go. Next week, another great show, Scott. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, it's super sized tonight. So apologize uh, going a, a little bit long, but uh, had a lot to get to, didn't we? I've got nothing more to say, man. We're done. We're out of here. See you next week, 7 o'clock. Make sure to tune in right here Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, y'all. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. 
We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company. And we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.